0: Hollywood brutally funny reviews you have reached once again the Vanicucci brothers if you are listening you should have your head checked as always because you are in for a ride with the brutally funny movie critics known as only the Vanicucci brothers I am Philip Vanicucci as always I am sitting with my brother Trey Vanicucci Trey let's hear you hey everyone I got to tell you, uh, we have had just an unbelievable response from our Wonka show. Oh, yeah. Wow. Everyone loves the Wonka. That one really blew up. You know, you don't really realize how many people do appreciate movies from, you know, it doesn't have to be reviewed if it came out last week. No. No. You know, people want to be reminded about how great movies were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and uh, Wonka, what, 71? Yeah. So that was like, what, like 13 years ago? 14? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Trey and I graduated with fundamentals of math from high school. Yeah, we weren't very good at Now, math. if you don't know what fundamentals of math was, do you know right below pre-algebra, there's like consumer math? Yeah. And below that, there is... Fundamentals of math. Fundamentals of math. That's where we graduated from. So if you've been wondering, you know, our education level because of our content, then you know what? You're right. And I really don't care about that. (laughs) So let's dive into this as always. Let's start off with a few uh, emails. We only pick two emails every time out of the 15, 20 that we get. We're actually looking for somebody to tell us how much we blow, but uh, we don't really get that—not yet. No, not yet. Mm-mm. So, but we are looking forward for you to tell us, you know, how much we suck. Trey, what's the first one today? Well, the first one is says, "Dear Vanicucci Brothers, clearly you guys have
1: screws loose, and clearly you grew up in the '80s. Well, so did I. Please, more '80s. I hate podcasts that feel." Everything needs to be reviewed that was made in the last week. There is nothing wrong with helping people remember the 80s. Do anything 80s.
0: Allison M. Well, thank you, Allison M. I have to agree. That's kind of how we opened up the show today. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be, oh, we got the Avengers, you know, mm. awesomeness part 86.
1: Yeah. Oh. You know, Live action Lion King. Ooh, we must see that.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Why didn't they use the same voices? Damn near the whole cast is alive. They kind of insults the people. Oh no, they brought back James Earl Jones. Do well, you, know you have why? to bring back because he's awesome. You have to bring back. No, Jay but Matthew uh, Broderick, he's not the end of his career yet. So what if he's got gray hair? So what if his last movie was Tower Heist and was a piece of shit? You know, yeah. uh, the cast is alive. I like the guy that played Timon. I like the guy that played Pumbaa. I. Can't remember Nathan Lane, right? Lane.
1: Yeah, Nathan got, Lane.
0: Yeah, I mean the guy's funny and yeah. All right, uh, you well, know what, Allison? The, we we're gonna do eighties. Go ahead. You know, eighties uh, is you know it's kind of our thing. And you're right, we don't have to do movies that were made yesterday to appreciate the genre. Uh, the Vandacucci brothers are actually professional movie critics. We're gonna do our best to make sure that you don't forget about the ones out there that are worth watching. Oh yeah, like Convoy. Oh, yeah. You can't forget Convoy. Email number two. Dear Vanacucci brothers, I almost immediately laugh the moment your show airs. Are you on anywhere else? Sirius XM or XM Radio, Sirius, the satellite channels, Daniel E. Uh, Daniel, we're not. Uh, Only because we are, what, five, six episodes into this show. Right. And we are waiting for them to come to us. Yes, we are. And you know what? They will because if you've actually listened to Sirius, they've got some great shows and they've got the king of all media, yeah. Howard Stern. But if you flip over to like the Bravo channels, the entertainment channels, their content is shit. And if you're looking to laugh and, and get over yourself and just, you know, have some good funnies. Have some escape. It's missing the Vanicucci brothers. Oh, it is. Because I think it would work like this Howard 100, yeah. Howard 101, Vanacucci Brothers. Oh yeah. All right. Let's move on with today's show. We're excited about this one because we have actually received more emails on this than we have read about, Yeah, and that is going to be Back to the Future. Yes. We are going back.
1: Yeah. We're going to head back. Oh, yeah.
0: Big time. These are films that we
1: actually love. Yeah. We're going to go all the way back to when it was cool to bang your mom. (laughs) When it was cool?
0: Oh, Still not good now? No, not now it's not. It's frowned upon. All right, hold on. Note to self, throw away bottle of ether. All right, so back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> back to the future. You know what? Uh, we saw these films in the theater, both you and I. Yes, we did. You know, and they are something that, that we love. But let's let's go ahead and dive right into this. Uh, movie starts. We've got, you know, Huey Lewis in the News. They're hitting us with their latest hit. Huey Lewis in the News had a great little run of great music back in the 80s. Kind of like, you know, uh, what is it, Kenny Loggins? I mean, if you made a movie and you didn't get Loggins to do your soundtrack in the 80s. Then you were missing out on something. Yeah, well, the movie going to be shit. Yeah you know highway to the danger zone uh yeah Top gun. shack uh, uh, all uh, right i mean loggins if he didn't do your soundtrack it was going to be crap Foot loose foot loose yeah there, there you go. go and he did like one or two in that soundtrack yeah, I, I think he
1: did yeah most of it
0: yeah well you know what loggins is jesus you don't hear from him much now no because that music's kind of stuck where it is but when you can tour with debbie gibson you're good <laughs> <laughs> you're you're doing you're doing good yeah. all right so here we are. We're back to back to the future. We got Doc Brown, and he has created this time machine. Doesn't matter how he got the money for the DeLorean. Doesn't matter how he actually stole the Plutonian from the Libyans. He's got a time machine. It's completed. It's ready to go. He calls his best little buddy to show up to film him doing a test. My, my biggest concern about the start of the
1: movie is when Marty goes over to his house yeah, just and, and before
0: or th- after he wrecks the place. Before,
1: and we, we're looking at it, we get the big amplifier, we get all that going on, and then Doc calls, la la. Uh, and then he goes, oh, the tw- clocks are 20 minutes slow, I'm going to be late for school. Your ass was late for school the moment you decided to go to Doc's house. It wasn't Doc's fault that he set his clocks wrong.
0: It, yeah, he knew on his way there. Yeah. All right, now first off, let's explain to you folks why Marty was friends with Doc to begin with. Bought him beer. Thank you. Yeah. That was it. He didn't give a shit about what Doc was doing. Doc was over 21. Doc would buy him beer. Yeah. That's it. That's if he needed a Mickey's Big Mouth, <laughs> Doc would buy it for him. If he needed a 12 pack of Bud Dry, was that the 80s? Bud Dry? I think it was. Uh, no, it was the, to 90s. the 90s. Okay. Whatever he needed, Doc would be like, Marty, if you're going to hang out with me, fuck it. Let me go get a thing of MD 2020.
1: Oh, no. What they really loved was the uh, Coors Light Party Ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Party Ball. Marty, let me show you how to keep this bastard cold. And he's like, Doc, are you going to drink any? It's like, oh, no. I, I'm i good. And Marty's like, fine. More for me, fuck stick. Yeah, and Marty Mar-
1: would just get wasted. Yeah, what Marty didn't know is when, when he passed out,
0: Doc would start playing hide the salami and it. And it and- <laughs> With with Marty, it's <laughs> it yeah. yeah, and and Marty didn't know this until no. he heard Doc Brown's little uh, little recorder. It said, uh, uh, "Doc Brown, pff, note to self: hide bottle of ether." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how did the come around yeah, on I that? to come back. I like a that. little comeback. Yeah. yeah, that's what the yeah. comedians do. That makes them successful. Yeah. So Doc Brown calls Marty and says, "Hey, I'm going to be doing this test at Twin Pines Mall. Come on out." You know, Mar- he had to call Marty and wake his ass up because yeah. Marty, if, there's, if there wasn't beer guaranteed in it, Marty, Marty wasn't going anywhere. He really didn't care, you know, and didn't realize that his ma- mom at one point was a milf. You yeah. know, and Doc Doc knew it, but Doc well, was had, into his work and really didn't care too much about Pinochet. No, he didn't. Well, he cared more about the dog, I think. I think he did.
1: Einstein was a great dog.
0: Well, Marty makes a startling discovery that night that that there is a time machine. There is a time machine, and it works. <laughs> the problem is somewhere down the line. Doc Brian uh, Doc Brown fucked the Libyans stole some plutonium. He did. How the Libyans got into the country dressed the way they were in the movie and heavily armed. With the the rocket launcher. Okay, that's a problem because at the time we were under Reagan's presidency. And that shit wasn't happening. No, that shit wasn't going to fly. Reagan ain't going to have none of that. Okay, I get it if it would have been in the mid-90s where the border was a fiesta and you could come through with pretty much anything you wanted. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, in the 80s, the Libyans, Mm, you know, they dressed the way they were, again, were not doing anything racist here. But, I mean, they they were in a VW. Yeah, they were in the Partridge Family Band. (laughs) Exactly. And they're shooting things. And I have to point out, a lot of people that will watch it to this day— don't realize that was a photo mat that they Oh, ran the photo through. hut that yes, they ran through they, in the yeah. middle of the parking lot. See, back in the day, cameras had something called film. Yeah, you had to have that developed. <laughs> and you had to take it to a photo hut or a photo mat yeah. and they develop it and then hand you the pictures. There was no at-home printers. And if you had one, it was in the thousands. Uh, Whether well, you didn't have printers that could print pictures. No, no, that's exactly right. It would just be just be words. Long story short, Marty gets into the DeLorean, Doc, you know, gets shot or whatever happens to him. He goes back in time, 1955.
1: Let's talk about him putting the time machine in one of the shittiest cars ever
0: made. Well, you know, for one, stainless steel. That car, from the gate, 2,000 pounds of stainless steel. Yeah. On whatever engine was in the DeLorean. I have no idea.
1: You can't paint it. Nope. Regardless of what... Um, a friend of ours that we knew when we were kids. Uh, <laughs> it, it, we're, we're not going to. We're not going to say his name. His He's name is probably was, listening. His but name was John, and we'll just go with that. Uh, but Whee! but Whee! <laughs> he, he would tell us all these amazing stories about how he had friends or family that had painted DeLoreans. That um, no, him.
0: he did it himself.
1: Oh yeah, and that his family killed Sam Kennison and we
0: we all kinds of weird shit. Wow, the guys listening, and I'm the one that gets gonna get the phone call on this. Fuck it. Regardless, he goes back in time and discovers his dad. I, and it was by accident, but there yeah. wasn't many places to go in Hill Valley. No, he was just going to get a Pepsi free. Yeah. But not a Pepsi for free. You know, this yeah. is back in the 80s. You're not even know what Pepsi free is today. That that no. campaign lasted 20 minutes. Well,
1: that's because Pepsi free was sh- shit. Absolute shit. God, it was shit.
0: Runs into his dad and starts realizing he's playing out the timeline of his parents. Now, here's where things have the potential to get hot. Because his dad was a peeping tom. <laughs> later that afternoon, he was spying on what would be Marty's mom later on. Yeah. Changing. In a tree. Yeah. Well, Marty, not putting the story together, that his mother had only told him about four hours earlier.
1: Yeah. How, how uh, coincidental was
0: that? Your dad was in the street. Marty, what were you, know, what were you doing bird there? Bird watching or something. Oh, I was bird watching yeah. in, a, in a heavily wooded area with binoculars that could see the fucking future. Yeah. Did you see those binoculars? Yeah. Like 14 inches long. Yeah. They had, I mean, it made had, John Holmes wish he wasn't born. They had huge binoculars.
1: What you didn't see was the uh, tube of Vaseline in his pocket. He was and the ready. box of
0: tissues and, in his other pocket. Yeah, he was ready to go. <laughs> and he didn't have to have a rope or a saddle in the tree because he'd already gotten his nut so many times in the tree that where he was sitting was stiff. I mean, yeah. it was like, a, like <laughs> it was like rubbing two pieces of sandpaper together when he was sitting in the middle. <laughs>
1: It wasn't just hard because it was a piece of wood.
0: It was hard because... Yeah, yeah. he had popped so many nuts in that tree branch. He didn't,
1: he didn't care who it was. It could have been Lorraine or, or Lorraine's mom, Marty's grandmother. It didn't matter.
0: No, no, and anyone. As long as he saw yeah. a, a bra from the Sears catalog, uh, yeah. he's like, oh, that's that's bra number oh, 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 you're a dirty grandma. You're a dirty grandma. <laughs> so there you go. So... Yeah, you know Marty's dad comes out of the tree and he runs off. Marty's the one who falls. Uh, Marty's soon-to-be grandfather hits Marty with the car. The car. He wakes up. Now, here's been my problem with this movie for years, Trey. If Marty's dad would have hit Marty, or Marty's grandfather would have hit Marty a little bit harder, yeah, to where Marty didn't realize that was his mom, Marty could have been his own dad. Well. So, Think about that for a minute. Well, I have a theory that we'll get to in a little bit. All right, fire away. No, that we'll get
1: to in a little bit as we get to the prom scene. But um but you are you are correct. He had to get hit a little bit harder. A little harder mm-hmm. to where he lost memory. Yeah, but that that after he gets hit, he this is when he finds out, he discovers that his pristine mother who who was big and fat earlier in was, in 1985 in 1985 is really hot and 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 a slut.
0: Oh yeah. Now, bind you, this was she played slung. by Leah Thompson, who was, in the 80s, beautiful. Oh, my God. I mean, Tawny Katane, beautiful. Tawny Katane, Well, go back and, okay, well, you know, uh, you know, but, uh, Leah Thompson didn't have a chance to straddle t- two jaguars. No, she didn't. You know, in a music video. But uh, Leah Thompson was pretty two hot. Two music videos. Casual sex. Yeah. And it's uh, right, the other White Snake video, because he was doing Coverdale. She was doing Coverdale. Yeah. But... She didn't have a chance to be in those videos, but but Casual Sex and uh, Andrew Dice Clay, it was a funny movie, but uh, Leah Thompson is a pretty good looking woman. Yeah, she lucked lucked out and got to be in in Back to
1: the Future, the one you were talking about. Right. What was it called? Casual Sex. Casual Sex and Howard the Duck.
0: You can't get much better than that, really? That's right. She was the lead singer of, what was it, Cherry Bomb Yeah. and in Howard. Howard the Duck. This is the reason why George Lucas sits around at, at the Skywalker Ranch with a shotgun under his chin saying, Do they remember Howard the Duck or do they not remember Howard the Duck? Do they remember Howard the Duck? Do they, remember the Duck? Yep. Do they not remember? How, you know, and whether he, you know, thankfully he has not pulled the trigger yet. No. Um, after the Disney with the Z catastrophe. He probably should pull the trigger. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that right now. That's for another show. So, you know, Marty could have very easily become his own dad. Yeah. And if you think about timelines and how messed up that is. That's really, really messed up. Because Marty was a teenage guy. He was in the 80s. And if you were a teenage guy in the 80s, you know the two things that you thought about. And that was video games and pussy. Yeah. That's it.
1: See, because I know when I was a kid, and I was a teenager in the 80s. If you touch the dick, it was time to fuck.
0: <laughs> that's, that's right. I, you know what? It has been so long since I've had any action. I forgot that yeah. old rule. Wow, that was a rule in the 80s. Touch the dick, time to fuck. Yes, it was. Holy cow. Okay, well, again, you had to grow up in the 80s to understand that one. Or even just uh, be a teenager at one point. Yeah. And you understand. Touch the dick, time to fuck. So- Long story short, Marty complicates things even more. He meets this complete asshole named Biff yeah. who is, Been- seems to be an anchor for the failure of the entire McFly family yeah. going all the way back to the 1800s. Yes. All right. So Biff, you know, and then you had Griff who was – we'll get to that when yeah. we get to part three. But Biff in the 1950s was the big problem there. And I think if Marty wouldn't have intervened on prom night or the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, I think Biff probably would have – and please, I'm not making any light of this. It's not no, a joke but was- I think he would have raped – he, was, yeah, he, he, would was, have, he would have raped Marty's mom. Yeah. You
1: yeah know? It was
0: going that way. Because he was like, you know, hey, you know, uh uh you, you're gonna want me and you're gonna be mine, Lorraine. This guy was like balls out serious. Yeah, he was weird. He lived with his grandmother. They never said what happened to his grand or to his actual parents, but they Well no, he
1: lived with they say he lived with his grandmother. I don't think he actually did. I think he was more of a Norman Bates kind of guy. And uh grandma was oh. just stuffed sitting in the window. That actually makes
0: sense because you hear the voice, Biff, are you going to the store? But it was that Norman Bates, Mm -hmm. that weird, weird they don't really like you. Yeah. Yeah, they're all talking about you. Yeah. 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 You know what? That makes complete sense to me. He probably lived by himself. The money that he got from his parents when they were killed. Yeah. And the grandmother was a figment of his imagination. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that because that sounds... Better. So we get to the Enchantment of the Sea dance. Marty's got to do a whole little rock and roll thing, which he did a great job. I don't know how he got that particular guitar to make those noise. If you play an axe, watch that guitar. I mean, you could get it to do that, but you're going to have to work that action on a guitar pretty hard. Again, only guitar players will know what I'm talking about on yeah. this part, but I yeah. mean, Marty must have been a bad motherfucker in the pinheads.
1: Yeah. You he, know, some of the sounds he got out of that were not
0: invented till the 80s. Exactly. So. <laughs> Thank you. And it took pedals to do. But yeah. we're not gonna look that far into the film. But Needless to say, but, Doc Brown's trying to get him back.
1: Yeah, but here we here we come to the enchantment under the sea dance and my theory. All right. My theory is that at, at some point Marty, after saving his mom and all this, um he had to drink a little to to make sure that he could get through with the
0: plan. Sure. Yeah, we saw him do it in the car.
1: Yeah. Well, that turned into a little finger bang and that turned into something else. And Marty is technically his older brother's father. Really? That's what I'm thinking.
0: You think he's the older brother's father? Yeah. So he, he did we he took a drink out of the drink. Liquor was different back in the 50s. You think it's harder. Yeah. He passed out. Elaine, you know, she she, she took did her it, she did took her advantage him. Yeah. He nutted. And he's you know what? That would explain so much, because the older brother. Is kind of half an idiot. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, uh, you know, I always wear this to the office. Well, that's, you know, when he was smart, but didn't he work like at a Kentucky fried chicken or something at the beginning I of think, part one? I
1: think I think it was either a Kentucky fried chicken or I'm seeing Arby's for some reason. I don't Yeah, because it
0: was a brown uniform, yeah. it was something that worked in the 80s. Yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one too. This that may be a little dark, but I- because the but mom, you know... She was all up on Marty, man. She wanted and she some Marty. She was the one that pulled the booze out. He's yeah. like, where did you get that? He's like, oh, I swiped it from the old later's liquor cabinet, you yeah. know? So yeah. she was drinking. Yeah. Clearly, she was already fucking because... Yeah, she was. You know, she already knew everything about it.
1: And see, here, here in the first movie, the first movie is the only one that actually makes sense because they had to fix the time machine to get Marty home. Correct. The other two movies that happened... We're all predicated on having to do something that if they missed the opportunity, they
0: would be screwed. But. Okay. They had a fucking time machine. This is the problem I've got with all three of the movies. All right. Yes, they had the problem in part one and they didn't have the plutonium. Yeah. But at any time in part two, instead of waiting for Biff, who owned the giant casino, to chase your ass off the roof. Just go back 10 minutes cuz you know where he's going to be. Put a bullet in his head. Yeah. He drops dead. You don't have to jump off the Plaza Casino and no. land on the hood of the DeLorean. No. You or- got a time machine. You control space and time. Or in the second one where they
1: where Biff gets away with the book and they're all we got to chase him down and get the book, Marty.
0: <laughs> and uh exactly. Uh, why? Just get the time machine, go back and do a loop and do it all again. Or how about this? Once you realize Biff is going to be a problem, like the, the alternate 1985 where they're like, oh, Marty, we've got to go back to where he gave him the book in time because it's going to change the whole timeline. You know what? They, they had an alternate 1982. You know what? Forget it. Go back. Shoot Biff's dad in the head. Yeah. In 1940. <gasps> Boom. There you go. Problem, Problem solved. solved. Yeah, movies are over. Huey Lewis comes on, does the back in time power of love. Here we go. Uh, how about this? You know what? Once they realized in part two that Griff was a great ancestor, go back then it w- safely. Yeah. Now that you got the you know you, you, the the DeLorean had struck by lightning yet, sending you to 1885. Go back in time, shoot Griff in the face. Boom. No part one, no part two with any bullshit. And back back
1: to part two, where Griff, or no, sorry. This has been old, a, I know where you're going with this. Old Biff. Old Biff. Sneaks up and steals the DeLorean. Here is my question, and I know you know the, the question I'm going to ask, but I want our listeners to think about this. How did Old Biff know how to operate the time machine?
0: I know what you're going to say. Well, Goldie Wilson was advertising a hover conversion kit for thirty-nine ninety-five ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he knew how to fly it. He knew how to drive and fly it. But, but how the hell did he get back once he delivered the book back? He's like, oh, well, here's where you're going. Here's where you've been. Here's where you need to be. Yeah, but he didn't, he, he, that, that didn't part know was, how to operate the
1: Mr. Fusion. He could have typed in the numbers. That's fine. Sure. I can buy that. But at no point did he ever see them ha- fill, it, fill it up with the Mr. Fusion. So no. he would even if they had enough in it to get one trip done, he'd have gone to 1955
0: and been stuck because he wouldn't have known how to refuel the damn car. I had no idea how to operate no. the Mr. Fusion. And he's like, do I put plutonium in this? Do I stick a beer can and a, and a, and a, a banana peel into it? No. He had no idea how to get back. No. And remember the rule that Doc said in part one very clearly. Oh, my gosh. What am I thinking? One, one, one fuel cell, one trip. One pellet, one trip. So all of a sudden, Biff, old Biff in part two, becomes an astrophysicist. The stupidest person seen. And knows how to deliver the book. Yeah. The, the idiot. Oh, that makes as much sense as a screen door on a battleship. All right? This guy couldn't tie his fucking <laughs> shoes without directions. <laughs> but now... He's an astrophysicist, Yeah, he could to figure, get the DeLorean yeah, he, back to 1985.
1: He figures out quantum mechanics just like that, and it's, it's fucking easy. So he might we, be part of should, quantum leap. He could have got quantum leap home fucking, fucking... <laughs> Biff was
0: awesome. Oh, it would have taken the first episode. It's like, oh, and all he wants to do is find his way home. But there's Biff. Yeah, Biff. Hey, there. here's what you do. And here's what you do. And you switch this right over here, right over here, solve this problem. Oh, there's no episode of Quantum Leap this week because Sam found his way back home. And listen, if you don't know what Quantum Leap is, then, then fuck off. Uh I'm I mean I hate to say that, but I mean again, the dem we're not hitting the eighteen. I've barely nutted to twenty-five. I think I know how sex works, demographic. Mm. We're we're looking for people that have known a little bit about Hollywood and but maybe a something. bit our age, you know, and you arguably you'd say, Well, somebody your age shouldn't be saying fuck as much. Well, you know what? Fuck you. We didn't want you to listen to the show anyway. I've told you a hundred times not to not listen to, to the show. But
1: anyway, back to Biff and his brilliance. Um all right, uh,
0: you made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. Well, my apologies. I do apologize for that. Roll tide. Let's go with something else. Yeah, I had an itch, and you know, sometimes to you know, you can't go over the top of the shorts. You got to go under. Yes. So, um, anyway, Marty, let's go with part three.
1: Going back in time. All right, back, back in back time. into the Western times. Yeah, back back
0: to the future, which is the past.
1: Yeah, we're going back to the future, which is the past, which is the. Old West for some reason, which is funny Okay, because, uh, I mean, I know, I guess they had these movies planned out.
0: Well, no, they, they they had to have because there was a lot of things that meshed into each other yeah. kind of naturally. And even if they didn't and the producers call us and say, wait a minute, we didn't have them planned. We were just had excellent writers. I'd buy that too. Yeah. The writers, they really did think about a lot. They the really only well,
1: they thought about. Certain things, but how the fuck Doc Brown created a time machine out of a train when he didn't have access to anything.
0: Right. Because he said the only way to do it was with 1.21 gigawatts right. of electricity. The only thing that could do that was plutonium or bolt of lightning. Right. Yet I forged a train with a spirally thing around the choo-choo part. And by the way, the train flies. Yeah. And uh, which clearly tells me that even if he was successful in making a time machine, he flew back into the future, did a hover conversion, and then said, fuck it! Let's go visit Marty and let him know how bad he fucked his life up in is Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. So Marty was like at the tail end of everything. And by the way, uh, Doc Brown, uh, my theory is correct yeah. because he had time to have a family, a couple of children, Jules and Vern, before he decides to go back and, you know, talk to Marty who had just destroyed the original time machine on the railroad tracks. It's right. like, uh, and she's like, what about Marty, the wife? And he's like, fuck it. We'll get to her when I got time. Well, I mean, Doc wasn't a spring chicken. He could have had a stroke Anytime. Yeah, he could have. Anytime. Especially right. the
1: stress the guy was under. I know we're running long, but I'm gonna hit one last problem. Fire away. And this is my last problem. At the end of part one, beginning of part two, mm-hmm. where where Doc shows up and says, Marty, we gotta do something about your kids, Marty. <laughs> Marty's first response when turning around and seeing um Jennifer and when Jennifer says, What's the problem, Mister? Is hey, who the fuck are you and why have you changed your appearance? <laughs> Because you're not the same girl I saw about five minutes ago.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I it is a funny thing. But I know I we did say, recasting, but we should we should have touched on it. Hey, you look a little different now. This was Elizabeth shoe. Yeah. In her prime, pre-chunk from when she was in Cocktail. Because Cocktail, and this is a true story. If you go back Cocktail with uh, Tom Cruise, there's some scenes where she's got sweaters and whatnot tied around her oh, waist. Yeah, she she was, had actually gained weight. Chunk. And the producers wanted her because she had passed the audition one went up. But she had gained weight by the time she started yeah. shooting. And they're like, oh, man, we're screwed. But that was the people they wanted. So she was pre-chunk from there. Yeah. But they did switch Jennifer's on us. Yeah, they did. And and I don't understand that. Not a real funny thing to do. I think Elizabeth Shue did a great job. Why she not she keep did. the original gal? Because other than going, I'm young slash I'm old and passing out, she didn't have a hell of a big part in the film. She really didn't. Maybe the other actress
1: needed wanted more money or I'm not sure, but. I mean, that should have been Marty's first question, I'm thinking. No. It's like, who the fuck are you?
0: I have to agree with you on this. Have you had a good time out there, folks? I hope so. Once again, you have been listening to the Hollywood Brutally Funny Reviews with the Vanacucci Brothers. We emphasize coochie. Why? Yeah. Because we're immature, sick little bitches. Yes, we are. How can you get a hold of Vanacucci Brothers the way Allison M and Daniel E did? Brutally funny HW at gmail.com. We will eventually have a Facebook page and a Twitter and all that nonsense. But until then, get over it. Yep. My name is Philip Vanacucci. And I'm Troy Vanacucci. Saying if you bought a ticket to a movie and hated it, Hollywood made it.